are now binging with the bitches. The binging bitches. An ABT original. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hey, welcome back. You guys hear that intro though? Okay, we it's stepped cute. up. We it's stepped up. We did sexy. something new. We told y'all to make one, so we just did it ourselves. B done did Actually, the damn yeah, thing. Yeah, B did it <laughs> herself. Round of applause. In her sexy voice. Yes. Oh, honey, so sexy. <laughs> I love it. I do. Girl, use that sexy ass voice. Y'all are. Make I feel like I have too, not changed fact. it at this point. So do not hype up to what the original was. You will know if you listen to you, the the rent podcast bitches. what they're talking about. But by this podcast, it will be completely different. So you can go change the two intro. Here we go. <laughs> All right, come on. I y'all. loved it. Um, so this week we did Instant Family. You know, before we even get into Instant Family, just on the topic of Instant Family, because as y'all know, I had a baby, but I also had a baby the year before, so I damn near kind of had an instant family. Out like, of nowhere. Like, popped out two babies. Poof. Now we have a legit big-ass family. But I just want to know from listeners, and even if you guys want to give your fee- your input on like what I should do, but how do women snap back or like even like get their health back, get their body back with a family like with multiple kids like how do women do it because i'm trying to get my body back to even at least where i was before my first kid mm. and it's so hard because i work nine to five you and commute. then i come home and when i come home all i want to do is just hang out with my kids yeah and my mm-hmm. man yeah it's not like i don't want to like go to the gym or like mm-hmm. you know do a workout because mm-hmm. that's the only time i have with them mm-hmm. And then we sleep and we wake up the next morning, we get yeah. ready and we go to work. Do it all over So again. it's like, I mean, I could wake up in the early in the morning, which I actually did the last two days, nice. but then I feel so tired when mm-hmm. I come home and I feel like I don't have enough energy for my kids. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know how women do this. Sis, what, well, what you got to do, first of all, is give yourself grace. Like you got to allow yourself to just be who you are and just grace do what you girl do. the grace the period grace. is over no 90 days is up you gotta give yourself grace a mm-hmm. that's a b you gotta stop comparing yourself to what you're seeing and this is why social media can be so damaging to our psyche and it's so toxic is because then we're seeing other women do it right whether mm-hmm. we know them or not mm-hmm. and we're not seeing behind the scenes we're not seeing them yeah. a maybe they're not working that many hours that you're working and commuting maybe they're maybe they have extra help maybe they have nannies mm-hmm. maybe they barely see their kids maybe they're like lost their mind throughout the whole day but they make sure to go work out but they're not they're like giving 30 percent, 50 percent in to their kids and other areas of their lives you know and i feel like that like the moment i start decided okay i'm about to start working out you know like i want to start having Mm -hmm. a routine it's like where there's no there's not enough time in the day to work out have a career and spend time with your kids and mm-hmm. your man all in the same day, you know? And like, get a full night's sleep. God, and get a full night's sleep. And like, cook dinner. It's crazy. Healthy. Cook dinner, clean, make sure the house is yeah. clean. Like, so, oh, it's just another reason why women. Women. And working moms, goodness, man. Goodness, like, yes. It's like, hard out there. It is hard. It is very hard. And, like, that's why I just, I wanted to ask, because this morning I woke up to work out. And I was just like, damn, I just want to lay in the bed with my son. And that's like, okay, no, I need to though. get it done. And that's okay, though, too. Yeah. 
I mean, you just birthed. Like, you gave the miracle mm-hmm. of life. It's been, you know? the 90 days is up. Twice. The boy is almost four But that's months. so, see, and that's, I don't know. That's just Time too harsh. Time for me harsh. to get back right. But where are you going to find the time and still be there 100% in all the areas that you need? And your that's mental health. You know I'm what I mean? Doing the that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. I'm saying, though, they don't be doing it as, like, as well as we as they appear, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's or true. Or they might be starving themselves, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think and realistically... some girls just snap back quick. Okay, some mm-hmm. of them do, and those are the ones that, like, have always had a fast metabolism, had been uh, skinny before they were pregnant, all that right. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, just skin and bones. Mm-hmm. And... Then I've seen other women who were like, you know, average size bodies, and then they don't go back till like a while later, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it be months or years later, like eventually they do, but I mean, I think it's just you are doing a lot. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing a it's lot. It's a high expectation to set for yourself. And if you do that, you're only going to set yourself up for failure. True. And disappointment. <sighs> want to get back right golly oh i mean i understand that though you know especially when it was so much more easier like um what is what is it called like before kids Mm pre-kids you know you can just oh i'll just go to the gym after work or i'll just go to the gym in the morning you can't do that with kids because you have to plan it out like Mm -hmm. well i have to pick the kids up at five after i get off work gym closes you know like you have to plan around the kids on it yeah so it's hard. It's crazy. Good job, Mama. You're. I mean, you're doing good. Like. Yeah. Well, if you guys out there, you listeners out there, have a, have a way. Let me know. Tell me what y'all doing. I need it. And I don't yeah. want to do surgery. And be real with I don't her. want no surgery. Okay? Tell her exactly what you're doing and how you're doing it. Because you yeah. know it's always that Instagram versus reality type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. I mean, be real. Have an honest conversation. Tell us about the it. truth. Yeah. The real truth. But yeah, back to the instant family That was family good, though. Movie. You know, I'm sorry. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I of mean, course. that's tough. We don't, we can't really empathize with that, me and B, yet, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not there. But, but when y'all I get think there, women can, for sure. And yeah. Mm-hmm. You jumped right back into work, too, you know? I did, after three months. Yeah, and that's of the, fast. Of the baby. That's a fast turnaround. So, like, mm-hmm. I just give yourself grace. But thank you for sharing. The grace You're, period is up. It's time to get back. Okay, listen, you have my full support to do whatever the hell you want, to lay around, to just be at peace. If that brings you peace mentally and, like, keeps your sanity, do it. Yeah. Do it. Do what makes you happy. You're right. Thanks. And if it is working out and whatever snapping back, then, okay, do what makes you happy. And if you need a babysitter, call me. (laughs) Really? But that's the part is, like, I lose time with my kids when I decide that I need to go work out. And it's I'm already losing time with them when I – when I go to work, mm-hmm. I'll go to work from nine to five. Yeah. Come home at six because of commuting, you know? Right. So it's like, yeah. you, you lose so much time. That's a big chunk of time. Yeah. That's out. So when you get home, all you want to do is be around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking what might be a saving grace is like, we're, you know, it's gets darker later now. So mm-hmm. like not till eight or whatever. Yes. And especially in summer, it's June, July. So, I mean, it's going to be hot, but like, I don't know if you want to do little family walks or something yeah. when you get home. Mm-hmm. Um, or on your lunch break, like if you're able to kind of go walk around. Yeah. Or even take like little 10 minute breaks throughout your day. Like, this, I used to do this too at my office. Like, at like the 55 mark or the 50 mark of the hour, we would go take a quick like 
couple laps around the office. Oh, okay. And that, we had Fitbits mm-hmm. at the time. They were all the rage. So, oh, like, yeah. we were getting our steps in the and steps having in. step competitions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. I mean, it's just little stuff. Like, I don't know if it really made a difference, but at least it helps you get in that kind yeah. of yeah. mode. That's true. So maybe try it. I don't know. Maybe at least take two okay. breaks throughout the day where you just go walk a little yeah. bit. Or see if your coworkers like want to go for a walk, too. I used to do that, too. And That's smart. Okay. See, Something I like, like that. I like the feedback. I like okay. the feedback. Not just saying, just sit on your butt and do I nothing, mean, girl. We don't want that. To, okay? It's hot girl summer. <laughs> it's hot mama it summer. Hot. <laughs> I will say, too, for anybody that does comment in and, like, give advice, you need to know that C eats very well and hydrates very well. I do sneak. So she's asking for a workout advice here and there, but yes. She I be trying to eat well. I feel like even before kids, I don't know if you guys had this issue, but like I'll eat really healthy and not have any time to work out. And then when I start working out heavy, I don't eat healthy. Like I never do yeah. both at the same time. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. hard. Like because I think I get hungrier when I work out more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I'm eating more than when I normally would have. But it's good. But are you eating healthy? I eat what's here. And that's where it's like, I did the diet where it mm-hmm. was like, it was all clean. And I did that for like three months. But then my body just started neglecting mm-hmm. all the healthy stuff and was like, bitch, you need to change it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. You plateau at a certain point, And then also it's not good for your mental, like yeah. your mental Mm-mm. health of it all. True. Well, be like, no, this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so there was that episode on Netflix or that show where Zach Efron was like traveling the world or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I think And so. then he like started crying because he was like, I haven't eaten carbs in like three years or something like that. Oh my gosh. He started crying and I was like, I fucking feel that. Like, yeah. I mean, I still eat carbs, Damn. but like, you yeah. know, carbs it's so hard. Years. But yeah. you should because your body does need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to be smart about it. Everything in moderation. Yeah. yeah. And if you do have your days where you slip up because you need it, Allow yourself that G word, that nice little grace. I was like, what's and, the G word? You know, like, keep it pushing and then just reset for tomorrow. <laughs> keep a G string and reset tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel um, it. And everyone's allowed to cheat too. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta let yourself cheat. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah, everyone's yeah. allowed a cheat. Like, yeah. Once a week too. Do yeah, it. For sure. Um, oh, there was something else that came to mind, and I lost it. Uh, oh, I was going to say, what helps me, help me, like, whenever I do get on my fitness, like, regimen really good, what helps me stay motivated to keep eating good is, like, counting the calories. And then mm-hmm. especially being aware of how many calories I'm losing when I do a certain activity. So, like, okay. my smartwatch will tell me, you know, how much I burned doing that workout or, you know, running. And then I'll know that, okay, I burned 200 calories doing that. And then I look at a wrapper and it's fucking mm-hmm. 300 calories <laughs> for yeah. like one little cookie. Yeah. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not eating that. You know, yeah. so just kind of yeah. having that awareness of like, mm. oh, yeah. if I eat that, that means I got to do this many push-ups or this many burpees mm-hmm. or run that many miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of helped reshape yeah. it for me. That's good. It also, when, I don't know if she touched on this earlier, but like, Grace, that, like, it comes over time. Like, it's not instantaneous Mm -hmm. either. So when you start, like, if it takes three months, it takes three months. If it takes six months, it takes six months. Like, for you to see the difference. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they say snap back. Like, it's supposed to be some quick, like, magic overnight or over a month. It takes a while. A snaggle. (laughs) 
like that long. <laughs> and also, like, you really shouldn't be losing more, like, more than, like, I think the number before used to be, like, two and a half pounds a week or something like that. Like, no more than a certain number of pounds a week. Because mm. then what you're left with is skin. Like, flabby mm. skin. And that oh, can be hard to get and that's off. like... So you want to make surgery. sure you're doing it in a, you know, yeah. healthy way. Mm-hmm. In a you're moderate, right. even-keeled way. True. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. But good luck with it. Keep us posted. Okay. You know, we all job. We all out here doing fitness <laughs> yeah. and everything. Exactly. Like, Stay yeah. healthy, y'all. It's just, yeah, so I was saying, it's a lifestyle. It's health. Yep. All right, so back to the movie, Instant Family. Mm-hmm. Very oh, yeah. good movie with, I'm looking Mark at Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yes, and Mark Wahlberg. Rose Brin from Bridesmaids. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. Bridesmaids? Yes. That's she's right. right. <laughs> oh, my God. She's the bitch. She yeah. doesn't, well, because she plays a completely different character, character. Mm-hmm. so I don't even see her as Helen. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's hilarious. And do you recognize the teenager, Isabella? Versace? I do, but what is she in? She's Dora. She's like the oh, live okay. action Dora, but she's I just also recently in... watched Dora. I didn't watch that one yet, but she's in Let It Snow, the I've Christmas Netflix movie. Wait, have I? No. Yeah, no, I feel like you watched it. It came out a couple years ago, uh, Christmas 2019. What is it about? It's got the guy who plays Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Shamik Moore. And it's like oh. an it's like a bunch of different stories mm. in one. I tried watching that like five times oh, I last loved it. Christmas it was cute. season. I don't remember. It didn't. Maybe I just. Yeah, I don't know if it was like the timing, but it didn't like. You know when you put on something in the background, or you're just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But Rapping then if it's gifts. really good, if it's really good, you start watching it. Mm-hmm. So I never did that with it. Like I kept mm-hmm. putting it on, and I never actually mm-hmm. like sat there and said, "Oh, I need to stop yeah. and like watch it." Yeah. Yeah, but it was. I definitely tried watching it a few times. She's in the Transformers movie too that Mark Wahlberg was in. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, Aww. they yeah. like each other. Cool. Yeah, they like working with each it's other. It's also got uh, two other extraordinary actors. Um, they're female, but Tig Notaro, the mm-hmm. comedian, and then oh god, I love oh. her. Um, Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's oh, she's. I can be award winner. Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Yes, me. <laughs> She was She's been in, in a lot of movies. She's the, in the movie. Shape of she Water, was in The Help. She, you remember no, the, what two is, ladies, what was she? the two ladies, the two workers. In the, the movie, workers. she was one of the social workers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so they're both funny. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, yeah. they're really cute. They're a little chemistry and banter. Yeah. But yes, the Academy Award winning. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You yeah. gotta get a girl. Love her. You know, it's a great movie. I, okay, so I watched this movie with my mom for like a little movie night we had and it was good and i think we watched uh big not big little i, yeah, I watched that movie yeah mm-hmm. we watched those two together like instant family and little and so like i remember more of little because it was a little more lighthearted. but i remember my mom and i crying on instant family mm. yeah. so it was like it but it was one of those movies that like you're not gonna go back and rewatch it because you know you cried like, you yeah. have to be in the mental frame to go rewatch it again. So when we picked it to watch on the podcast, I was like, okay, like, mentally preparing. And as I rewatched it, I was like, oh, I really love this movie. Oh, Like, I really yeah. like this it movie is a so good movie. much. It's heartwarming. It's a great yeah. movie. And, re- it, like, not relatable, but it, it almost tries to touch on every aspect of foster care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really yes. sheds light to every struggle you can go through, but on both sides, the kids and the parents. Yes, mm-hmm. for it sure. It doesn't, it doesn't sugar, well, it sugarcoats, but, like, mm-hmm. 
in a way that you can swallow. So it's like, okay, if you're considering being a foster parent, this is what you go through. Yeah. If you didn't think about it before, consider it, mm-hmm. you know? And this is why you could. Yeah. So, yeah. It reminds me of, like, the TikTok videos. There was, like, a TikTok video I saw, and then I just went down this, like, little rabbit hole of watching all of those different kinds. Like, after, you know, you look up the hashtag or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just am, like, laying in the bed crying because it was, like, um, what foster parents have to do after the kids sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, how they have, like, all these baby stuff or, like, all these kid things, and they have to, like, give it away mm-hmm. or sell it or just whatever. And I'm, like, oh, like, mm-hmm. they have all this sad background music, and they're, like, we had to give away all the kid, the boys' stuff, like, because they're they're done. Like, mm-hmm. the kids are with somebody else. Where did they go? They're adopted. Oh. They went and got adopted. Hopefully. They were just foster kids. The, um, yeah. The foster parents. Yeah. But, yeah. That's sweet. It's crazy. I see a different side of it, too, because I, like, work for an agency that does, like, handles adoptions and mm-hmm. fostering, actually teaches classes, mm-hmm. um, and then also just provides other services to children in the foster care system. Mm. And so I see other sides of it where it's, like, they get kicked out of the foster home mm-hmm. or, like... Uh, yeah, served with like just a 24-hour notice or even like an instant notice and they have to put their stuff in trash bags because they don't have luggages, which is like so sad. And then, you know, go to the next family or whatever. Mm. But always, I feel like the goal is always typically, usually reunification with the the bio family. You know, Mm. if they're willing to do put in the work and take Mm. the steps that it takes to get clean or to Mm. make sure that they're going to appointments every week and everything like that, to just kind of stay on top of it, to mm-hmm. get granted their rights again. Um, so I think it was very important. It was cool that they put that in there, like the bio mom coming back, mm-hmm. their mom coming back, yes. and then like them being able to, and then them being excited about it and wanting to, but then also mm-hmm. being let down, because that also happens too. Like, of course, reunification with bio parents is not always for everybody, but it's sometimes it's like, proven to be one of like the best solutions because you know you, it's their own it's their own and that's it's blood their family. right there yeah. yeah and if we can't get them with their bio parent then we try to get them with at least a family member mm-hmm. someone who is connected mm-hmm. to them because i mean at the end of the day yeah don't get me wrong there are good people out there who are gonna adopt and take on kids that are not their own but mm-hmm. like it's harder to come by too yeah right, and you exactly. gotta give the parents i mean a chance like yeah they may have messed up but if they are willing to put in the work and come back, it's, like, really crucial. It's so good yeah, for them. Right. Yeah, right. And I feel like going back to, like, when the mom came back, um, I liked how it showed because they were all three kids in different ages. There was mm. a teenager. There was, like, a, what, 10-year-old? Mm-hmm. And then there was a younger girl. And mm-hmm. it was, like, seeing what the uh, three different stages of a child. Like, you see the child who was raised by their their parent and wants to go back to their parent wants to see the better for their parent you see the middle child who is 10 who you know seen a piece of their mom but also seen a piece of like foster family and is like doesn't know what to do like is lost is contemplating what's better they don't know what's Mm -hmm. better and then you see the innocence of just a child who's never even seen their parent and confused about like why well, I like being with them and like I I want them to be my parents but this is your actual mom so that right there got me mm, yeah that right there really got me because I feel like I've seen that in our family before too like mm-hmm. I've just seen 
you know, our aunts and uncles taking care of, like, you know, their grandchildren, and mm-hmm. then the mothers coming back, or, you know, the parents trying to come back and take care of their kids, but, like, some can and some can't. Like, I've seen that before in yeah. just mm-hmm. everyday life, and it's, like, I feel bad for the children. Mm-hmm. It's such a hard decision that they should never have to make, but, right. like, no. they go through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, kind of having an adult decision mm-hmm. at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, that trauma forces them to grow up. Exactly. And to have to kind of be exactly. an adult. Mm-hmm. You're yes. into these, mm-hmm. like, this life mm-hmm. and these decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the tender age of, like, 10, 8, exactly. you know, young. Yeah. So, can I say, though, so this is, this is coming, I don't have kids, I am not a mom, but when, um... The, the progression of this movie is just really good, like, perfect in the way everything happens. Um, Lita, the little girl, ca- finally calls. You see her call Rose Brim's character, Mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I think her name's Elle, right? Ellie or something like that. She calls her mom, and she's like, I want to stay with Mom. And the teenager turns around and is like, your mom's over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, that's already hard, right? That's already hard. And you could tell, like, they're just doing right by the kids by bringing them to see their mom. Um, and then when, like, the caseworker is like, this is Carmen, like, this, she goes, I'm their mother. Like, the way she mm-hmm. says, I'm their mom. I'm, like, just very territorial. And I get it. They are your kids. You, you birthed them. But, like, these people are taking care of your kids like they are mm-hmm. they are giving them a good life right now so then to turn around and the way she thanked them is still establishing like my territory like this is mine mm-hmm. like thank you for watching my kids while I was and like she stopped and I love I, I was getting so mad at that moment and then when they go to the car the first thing Mark Wahlberg's character says is like thank you for watching your kids like we're babysitting mm-hmm. them for the past five months like what the hell like mm-hmm. we've been their parents like yeah mm-hmm. That that was the anger I felt. Like, I was like, oh, my God. But then you see the wife looking at the bio mom. Like, look at the way Lizzie's looking at her. Look at the way the teenager's looking. That's her mom. That's her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she adores her. My heart broke so many different times in that scene. And I scene. think it's... I definitely agree with you. But I feel like... I looked at it in the way of, yes, she did catch an attitude a little bit, or, like, she kind of, like, came off as, like, trying to mark her territory, but I feel, I think women, or not women, I think parents will do that just because it's, like, they know they fucked up, and they're trying to be better, they're trying to, like, this, this is my kids, like, Mm -hmm. reassure their, their own selves, Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm, I am their mom, Mm -hmm. because it's, like, I haven't been here and I have so much to make up for and mm. you've been their mom. It's kind of like you calling your in, your mother-in-law mom in front of your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if your mom would feel some type of way, but, you know, some moms feel some type of way like, that's not your mom, I'm your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I raised you type of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's what I get from it is like that whole when you, when you call somebody else a mom in front of your own mom and it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. I like, I would never want my kids to call any other woman mom but me. Mm-hmm. That so it's like I see that point, mm-hmm. and it's like mm, they didn't come out your vagina, okay? <laughs> but yes, they did care for them like parents. So it's like I see the foster family side, but I see her the reason why she said it the way she did. You know, mm-hmm. it's it is territorial, but it's also like she know it's for her sake. It mm-hmm. wasn't towards them; it was more towards herself in mm-hmm. a way. 
if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this is just another example of, like, something the movie does gets right, or at least tries to um, mimic mm, what yes. happens yeah. in real life, is because it, it doesn't always go smoothly, and mm -hmm. there is kind of that little mm -hmm. back and forth. Um, and you, there are emotions on both sides. Like, yep, exactly. I mean, yeah, you have someone who, that's their children biologically, but then you have someone who cares for them and raises them and, you know, wants to provide for them. And so it's it's tough, but I think that yeah. just overall shining a light on it in a mm -hmm. way that no other major film may have done, at least not None in my recollection, yeah. So, And they always show, like in movies, they always show foster care as like Bad. families who like just don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like you're in this like nasty home and they don't care about you. They're just in there for the money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it takes two. Yeah, it takes two. I can think of... Um, What's that cartoon movie that came out in Netflix? Um, and they were in the foster. Like it's literally just like that. I oh, I freaking love that movie too. I don't know. Somewhere What's her name? Is in it? Alyssa Cara. Alicia. Alyssa Cara. Alyssa Cara. Yeah, but they show like foster care being mm. this like horrible thing, you know. So yeah, that's how I always see it in movies. Is like once you're in foster care, like you're fucked. Like you're. It's, you're gone, you know, mm -hmm. like, you try not to be in it. But this is showing the people in foster care who actually care for the yeah. kids. Yeah. Who actually yeah. want to be there. They have a whole, um, didn't they have, like, a group? Yeah. Session mm -hmm. where they, to. yeah, and they mm -hmm. can, like, talk mm -hmm. about what they're going through with mm -hmm. the kid. Like, they have that for people who actually care about being mm -hmm. foster parents. Yeah. Like, you don't see that in movies. Mm -hmm. Right. At all. Yeah, usually you see the sides of, like, they might be more malicious or just looking to get a paycheck, but... They cover that in the movie, yeah. too. They cover both. That, like, there are a lot of people who are here for the paycheck. Yeah, it's a sad reality. But yeah. I'm glad that this shines a light on the other types of people out there that really do want... That one. The Willoughby's. Sorry. Oh, did I watch This that? is a good movie. I don't movie. think I, you I, I watch even that. knew that existed. Y'all know yeah. I find the good cartoon movies. But, yes, that's a good movie. <laughs> but the Willoughby's, they talk about foster care yeah. in that negative sense. But also, yeah. It also... Tugged at my heartstrings for sure. Like there was moments where I was crying or I was tearing up, mm -hmm. and then it would like snap me with something hella funny. Mm -hmm. Like the towards the end when she ran away, mm -hmm. and then they go to find her in like the neighbor's side mm -hmm. of the house, <laughs> and they're like having this deep conversation with her, and the neighbors all in their business, and uh, Mark Wahlberg is like, "Get out of our, go to your inside your house, like get out of our business." Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, I would have been right outside too like y'all in my yard yeah, okay i'm about to watch this whole thing in full because yeah i'm nosy like mm -hmm. that was hella funny i started cracking up at that part yeah i'm not gonna lie great what's her name again joan cusack yeah, yeah. she's yeah. hilarious she was, that was such a random part for her it was a tiny little, it was a little cameo part, but, yeah. but she i could see her being that nosy nelly like yeah. i could see her being mm -hmm. that nosy neighbor out there like well y'all in my yard Just like hi yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hella funny. Um, one of the parts that I loved and I just think I related to was like um, when uh, Lita calls Mark Wahlberg daddy for the first time mm -hmm. and uh -huh. uh, like the, the wife looks at him like, why did you get that? Like, like, what the hell? Come here. Do you want to play with me? I'll play. Like, <laughs> yes. just so excited. And then the, the little boy, the 10 year old calls her mommy when he's like asleep after he's having a nightmare uh -huh. he's like thanks mommy and like turns and she's like what 
one. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> what did you say? Say it again. <laughs> say Try it to again. Wake, wake him up. But, like, yeah. after the poor boy just needed to go back to sleep, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Or even back to the little girl when she's like, do you want to play with me? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, no, I want to play with daddy. Like, yeah. that was so funny. That yeah. was so cute and, like, relatable. I was yeah. just like, wow. So it definitely is, like, a tearjerker, but, like, and I know we're talking about a lot of, like, the deep stuff, but there is a lot of, like, comedic relief to it, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not all heavy. Yeah. It's yeah. a good movie. I think it, that's there's... what makes it so... Like, they had to keep those good parts in it and the funny, the comic relief. So that way it's not To keep so... the attention of the general public. Of, yeah. Of, they had to yeah. know who their so audience is. So if you haven't is. watched it, like, yeah. don't feel like you can't because it's too deep, it, too yeah. dark. It's not yeah. too dark, it's... There are, like, light moments to it yeah, yeah. that, you know, weigh it, equal it out, or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. I will say it definitely helped um, re-spark, I guess, my, like, want to adopt. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I've always decided, like, when I was 18, this, like, you know, in college, women's studies classes and everything, being a little young feminist... I was like, no, like, I don't want kids anymore. Like, I decided Mm -hmm. in college I didn't want kids, even though my whole life was kind of being, like, raised to want kids and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And so I did used to want, like, a big football family, like a big 11 kids. Something something like my girl. girl. And then I got to college and I was, like, Americanized or whatever. And then I'm like, hold on, wait a second, I'm not popping out any kids. Um, But then I was like, there are also, like, one of my main reasons was because there are millions of kids out there that just are in this world and it's not their choice. And Mm -hmm. they don't have a family, a loving family. Um, And then when they age out of the system, too, that's even worse because they're thrust into this world with hardly anything Mm -hmm. and no support system. Which, you know, I mean, could you imagine that at 18? So I'm just, I've always just decided at that point, like, oh, I want to adopt. And then I went through life in my 20s, having fun, yada, yada, kind of forgot about that. Also started working at an agency where they deal, where they, like, uh, provide mental health therapy to kids in the foster care system. Mm. And seeing that side of it and how, like, rough it really is. Like, the movie touched on it, but they didn't go there. Mm -hmm. And it gets worse. And then I was kind of like, hmm, taking a step back, like, a little more hesitant to say I would adopt. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I'll buy a baby. Buy a baby. That sounds so bad, but that's what it is. I mean, don't get, don't come for me. That's what it is. Like, let's put it in blunt terms. Because you have to pay for it. You have to pay thousands of dollars. Like, $60,000. But yeah. I know. Yeah, like. What does that money go to, though? The agency. That's so The adoption agency. That's if you get them when they're kids or, I mean, I don't know. There's probably other avenues to get them besides foster care. I'm talking about if you just strictly are like, I want a baby so they're not traumatized and yeah. their family's just giving Can them up. Can you imagine yeah. though if you take that like 60,000 and that like if they the agency took the 60,000 and put it into like a bond for the kids or like a trust fund yeah. for the kids. I that, think that 60,000 is paying for where the kids are staying until they get adopted though. Yeah, and paying their like payroll. Like it's going and for stuff. the payroll. It's, it's going to where the babies oh. are until they are adopted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they're also They're not just sitting in limbo. They're they I have mean, to stay somewhere. You know, they have they're... to be cared for. I don't, there's a conspiracy there too. Yeah, I don't. Sixty thousand is a lot. I mean, that's that's high it's end. Not, I yeah, mean, exactly there's probably amount, it but... varies by state too, and yeah. agency and international adoptions. Yeah. Obviously, so yeah. But I mean, yeah. So I kind of went back. I kind of retraced it, and was like, mm, maybe not. Maybe I'll buy a baby. But then I'm like, no, it's expensive. Anyways, I watched this movie again, and then 
and then it was like, oh, yeah, you know what, let me, that, that, like, I want that. Like, I want to be able to provide that for mm-hmm. kids. For somebody, like, be a yeah. foster family or actually adopt? No, like, adopt. Adopt, yeah. yeah. Definitely give them a life that, yeah. you know, they yeah. don't have and they weren't lucky enough to be blessed with, like I yeah. was, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, my partner, he had watched the movie, actually, without me. I don't know how that happened, but he watched it on his own, and then he texted me that he was, like, crying and everything. And then Aww. he was so, like, for it. He was like, yeah, yeah. I want to adopt now. Aww. And I'm like, good. Like, good. right now? Like, right now, right now? <laughs> no, but, like, now, <laughs> no, like, know, eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I, um, so, for me, I've thought, I've thought about this a lot. I, my partner and I need to talk about it more, but, like, we've started the, con- like, we've had small conversations and stuff, but, like, obviously, for me... At this point in my life, I'm going to be much older when I have a kid. So I'm honestly going to be around the age my mom when she was when she had me. And it was hard. Not much older, though. How old do you think? No, it's around the age that my mom was when she had me. Yeah. So 30 is the new 50. I mean, or whatever. No, 50 is the new 50. You know what I mean? Like, I am not about to be 50. It's not Yeah, but then I watched how hard it was for her to have my sister because of just how long she waited. And she's talked to me about this for a while. So it was like, it was very difficult for her to have my sister. And like, she would talk to me about like wanting to foster, like give give somebody a chance, like Mm -hmm. somebody that needed if And like, I didn't think about it at the time because I was a kid. Um, but, like, and I probably would have to talk to her about it if it was, like, because it was so difficult to conceive. So, as an adult now, I've considered, like, okay, if I'm blessed enough to be able to have one biologically on my own, the second one, if it's so hard to conceive, or maybe we don't even try, we adopt. Because I know I have enough love in my heart to, like, to to adopt a child and give them a better a better life a better opportunity and also like i have space for that love like so like they don't have to be biological no i don't give a shit like i could love somebody so much as my own no Mm -hmm. matter what like you don't have my blood running through your veins but my heart is yours like we we beat the same so yeah i like i definitely have to talk to my fiance about it more because i don't even know if that's something like sometimes men don't consider that they've never Mm -hmm. had to think about that Mm -hmm. the fact that they don't even have to birth the child i don't think they think about biologically the age you're at when you give birth to a kid like Mm -hmm. if one might traumatize me honestly so we'll see where we are when we get there Mm -hmm. but like yeah it i think like if i struggle with it then yeah i would consider adoption i've always thought about it especially like in my early 20s, and then, like, I stopped thinking about it because childbirth in general and having kids scared the shit out of me. But then, like, now working with kids, too, and just, like, seeing how much love I have for other people's kids. Right. I could adopt a kid and it, it'd be my own. There were so many kids that we got over, like, summer camp and things like that, and you just know that mm-hmm. their home life's not good. And you want to change that. Like, it just, it breaks your heart every time they go home. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if I could be that home, like, that would be great. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me. That's because you're a good Kids are expensive. (laughs) Hey. Kids are too expensive. Like, not even just adopted. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. They're expensive. That's why I give it up to the people, those foster parents who are doing it, even if it's just for a temporary amount of time. Because you're not just spending, 
your time and your energy and your love towards them. You're spending your own hard-earned money on mm-hmm. kids, and they're expensive. Yeah, like they did. They did their room so nice. Like they did all of this for them, and then just for them to like maybe even maybe leave soon. Like that's that's sacrifice right there. That's a different kind of person. Like mm-hmm. that's Definitely. a unique person yeah. right yeah. there. To Definitely. say I'm gonna use my money and use it on this child that may stay or just go back to their own yeah. parent, you know, like that's hard. Yeah. So, cause it ain't cheap. It takes Kids definitely ain't special cheap, people. Yo. Do it well. Special people for sure. But mm-hmm. other people do it, you know, wrong too, shady and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause you you get shady. a check and like yeah, that check shady should go shader. towards the kids, towards the money that you're mm-hmm. spending on them. But mm-hmm. some people don't do that. They do the bare minimum mm-hmm. and they just take their check. But yeah, it definitely take takes special check. people mm-hmm. to be able to have that love in their heart. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all y'all who do it. Yep. Um. Oh, and then if it's also family raising, like, and not without the like without the state involved or uh, foster care system involved. Oh yeah. Then you're definitely paying your own money, mm-hmm. like your own like hard earned money. You're not getting a paycheck for that. You get nothing. Yeah. Kids. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all, because mm-hmm. that's a lot. Like, yeah. that's just the same amount without yeah. getting a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a special type of person to do something like that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. respect y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Switching gears a little, is that mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, yeah I was gonna say um, another piece of it that I loved is the grandmothers. Oh my and, god. Uh, also. But she was like, you got a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you got a shirt. They were so great. I love awesome. them. Yeah. And it's so funny because they remind me of my mom and my partner's mom. Like, my mom, my parents would be the way her you parents were. The way her parents were. Like, you know, the dad was very barely involved, like, at the dinner table. Yeah. He was, like, not even really paying attention. That's my mm-hmm. dad. And then the mom was very, like, oh, like, you know. The mom yeah. was the one with the shirt on? No. It was, she was the other mom. The like, other she was, like, trust really I want a shirt. Proper, yeah. yeah. Like, soft. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. you got a shirt? I want a shirt. Yeah. That's, like, my mom. Love yeah. her. And then the other mom, <laughs> his mom, that's, like, my partner's mom. Like, all the way. Like, that would be them. That, yeah, they would be hilarious. night and day. I already yes. know. That and she'd hilarious. be like the cool one, the fun one, like, you know, being like, oh, I'll beat your ass if you touch my grandkids. <laughs> yeah, ass. I love her. Yeah. Her story, though, that, oh my gosh, when she was like, they were like, you know, we love you, right? She goes, no, but I just said that's me, that's not you. Like, when they were, when she was trying to say, like, she grew up kind of similar in that sense, like, not knowing if anybody loved them. Like, yeah. you have to understand. That, like, I get what she's going through. Mm -hmm. And then when the the daughter-in-law who doesn't experience, like, loving affection from her is like, you know we love you, right? Like, yeah, that, oh, my God. Mm. That that hit me. That hit me when I wasn't ready. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. The grandma. Mm Mm-hmm. Oof. It's always the grandmas. Yeah. No, but, oh, speaking of family, though, can we also talk about the sister? Because the sister that didn't have kids yet. Oh, that one yeah. pissed me off. But I love when they were at Thanksgiving and the one that did have kids was like, I swear to God, I will get pregnant right now just to <laughs> piss you off and rub it in your face. I was like, yes. Uh, say it. Uh, that was funny. And the husband was like, wait, really? 
And the mom, even the mom was like, you will? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there was three of them, right? Yeah, there was three girls, right. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, the younger sister was really freaking annoying. Because then when they were like, yeah, thank God we didn't want you to do it. And then they turned around and were like, we have an announcement. We're going we're we're to foster too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh-huh. I was like, oh my God, shut right. up. Like, find your own thing. <laughs> when the... When the husband was saying, they were all saying Grace in the house was talking shit with his eyes closed still. And she was like, I swear to God, open your eyes. <laughs> he was like, yeah. how long has everybody had their eyes open for? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that yeah, part. He was sitting there just closing yeah, his eyes, still playing. talking shit. <laughs> that was That's funny. That was good. Good movie, man. Yeah, it is. It's really good. So another thing that I wanted to bring up, it's probably more relatable, is like the big sister like just in general kind of stories of being a big sis <laughs> i'm just like acting like i i didn't know what you were about to bring up but i knew you were about yeah. to bring it up like oh like yeah okay sorry go ahead go ahead you got <laughs> you'd be one of those actors that laughs every time i can't be yeah. an actor <laughs> they wouldn't let me play it cool play it cool Maybe but yeah cool. I mean, we're all big sisters, you yeah. know, and I feel like we all have stories, and she was very, obviously, territorial of her siblings, and she had to kind of raise them, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a way, you can't yeah. tell me that big sisters aren't, like, third parents to the kids, you know, yeah. and all that, so any <laughs> anything yeah. you want to share from being a big sister, because we're all big sisters, fun yeah. fact. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like my sisters will hate me for this but I always I mean I always was left alone with my sisters like babysitting because I there's a big age difference between me and my uh, there's it's me and two other girls so the second child was born I was six years old we six year difference and then the other one was born four years later mm. so me and the youngest are 10 years apart yeah so it's like I was always left alone with them Hopefully my parents don't get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I was always left alone with them um, to watch them, (laughs) to babysit. And so I know, like, my sisters probably hated it because I, like, I probably acted like a mom a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, like, definitely foreshadows me being a whole mother now. (laughs) That is crazy. But, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I, I definitely felt her and now thinking about it i think i do feel like out of all the characters probably yeah she's one of the ones that i i understood where she was coming from Mm -hmm. especially well i don't know how it is to be like in foster foster care whatever Mm -hmm. but to feel like it's just you Mm -hmm. and that you're all they have Mm. Like you have to make sure they're okay, because mm-hmm. your mom's not around, and you want you want your mom to be better, but it's just you. Like I feel that because it's like when we're when I'm baby when I was babysitting them, like we played or whatever. But then I would like <laughs> I would whoop them, <laughs> but it's because like they did something bad or like they did something that we could get in trouble for or we can get hurt, yeah. like. So I always, like, acted like a mom. They always said I always acted like a mom, and I always thought I was their mother. But in a way, it was just, like, I can't, in a way, I felt like it because mm-hmm. I was always left alone with them all the time. Mm-hmm. My parents worked a lot. Yeah, and if they got hurt, you'd be the one who Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. 
So I definitely understood. I felt her pain of like trying to like keep them situated and saying like, I got this. Like she kept saying like, I got this. Like, don't worry. I got this. I know how to do. I always take them to school. Like, don't worry about us. I felt that. Like, okay. Yeah. And then they even had to tell her, you know, like, you don't have to worry about it. We got this. And then they didn't have it. They kept saying, we're the (laughs) adults. Yeah. Yeah. So I do feel that. Um, Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. How about you guys? My, so there's a big age difference between my, me and my sister too. It's an eight year age difference. Um, You used to whoop your sister too? No, I didn't (laughs) whoop her. It was like, I think like when, um, (laughs) it was just you. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I like, when my sister was first born, I was so excited because I was an only child. I was an only child for so long. I wanted a sibling. And so when my mom like said she was pregnant, of course, the first thing everybody said was, oh, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy. And I'm like, no, I want a sister. Pretty bomb. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want a sister. I want a sister. No offense to the brother I didn't have, but like, it just, I wanted a little sister. And I think like, it sounds too like you had a little sister. Like I saw it. Like I wanted that. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Like really? Yeah. <laughs> you wanted that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was. I was obsessed. Really? I loved it. Um, it was like I always just like I remember just like going home and feeling so lonely. Like you know, like I would come back from your mm-hmm. house or like a family party and it'd just be like it's just me. Like mm. so when it's like it's not gonna be me anymore. This is so exciting. But like you know, my dumbass eight year old self didn't realize like she ain't gonna be able to talk to me for another three years like Mm. and then by that time like whatever but (laughs) when she so when she came out the womb she was colicky as hell Mm. and my mom had taken off like she was just like because my mom used to work graveyard shifts so when she had kk like she was like okay like i can't do that anymore like i need to be home but a colicky baby means you can't go anywhere so, we would literally, I couldn't, I was too small to ride the front seat, so I would be in the back with the baby. And it was, if she freaked out, it was my responsibility to get her to stop crying. How does an eight-year-old know how to stop a baby from crying? They don't. Mother instincts. It's just, I didn't have those. So those it are the gender roles like, that are thrust upon yeah. the older sister. It that was literally, true. and my mom, Girls. and I, I can see my mom's frustration, and you know, like, you want to just make sure, like, your mom's okay, but, like, your sister is screaming her lungs off, like, turning purple. She is screaming so loud. And your mom's like, I swear if you don't get her to stop. And you're like, how am I in trouble? I'm not the one crying that you want to start crying to. <laughs> and you're just like, please stop crying. Please stop crying. And it's just so funny that, like, y'all was both crying. <laughs> in the back seat. We were both crying. And my mom's like, did anyone hurt you? You better not be crying. Like, just pit. <laughs> and, like, I get that. I feel that now as an adult. Like, I would be the same way. Like, you better not be crying. You're not the baby. But, like... <laughs> And my mom always is like, oh. I am the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been the baby. I'm eight. I'm only eight. Like, uh. And my mom and I laugh about it now because she, and she'll be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm fine now. But like. KK should be the one saying sorry, okay? No, <laughs> her ass will be like, what do you want me to do? I was a baby. Like, <laughs> she's just like, That's you true. can't hold that against me. And I'm like, true. I can't. But girl, I just want you to know you were a nightmare. <laughs> You were a nightmare. But, like, she was the cutest kid after that, though. She was literally just so cute, so sweet. But at that point, I didn't care. I was like, fuck this. Like, and then I was sat down and I was told, you know, like, 
you control how she sees you. You control this sibling you are to her. Like, you could either be have this beautiful bond or you can be nothing to her. Like, mm. you can just... You can scare the crap out of mm. her or you can have this beautiful bond, but that's up to you. Yeah. You're, you decide how nice you are to her. You decide, like, what you do. Um, and that changed how I... How I was, and I have to say too. That's cool. That I saw cool. the way you and your older brother were when you got a job, and how you treated your younger siblings. And I had told myself, like, yes, I have this good bond with my sister now, but when I make my own money, I want to be able to like get her things and like do things for her and like do things with her, and like it made me want to do that. Aww, yeah, that's so sweet. That's cute. The uh, car ride reminds me of the Modern Family with. It's like my favorite episode, but it's when uh, they were racing or something, and Phil had the the two daughters in the car, and like he starts crying. And she's like, "Are you crying?" He's like, "No." He's and she's like, "Don't cry, because if you cry, yeah, then I'll, I'll cry." cry yeah. And then the other the younger sister's like, "Now we're all crying." Like that's what I thought of the moment yeah. you said that. Does that remind you of your dad? Yeah, that yeah. reminds me of my dad so much, too. <laughs> Him start crying all of a sudden, like, Dad, are you crying? Oh. Don't cry. Aww. You're going to cry. I'm going to cry. Yeah, that's that was funny. <laughs> but that's good. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. How about you, sis? Um, yeah, so my experience was, so I'm not the oldest. I have an older brother. He's three years older than me. <gasps> Right? <laughs> Surprising. Oh, Where is he? <laughs> but, um, no, he's cool. Love but, you. Uh, but <laughs> so much don't love you <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah so I have two younger sis- siblings sorry one is a brother we're six years apart and then the other the youngest is a sister he's nine years apart wow yeah we're nine years apart and exactly nine years apart but also and these are the siblings oh I grew you're up nine with. years apart from her I thought you yeah. were saying oh them too no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, damn. No, me and her are not. Oh, years so it's kind of like my parents. Yeah, and did. even like B, yeah. Yeah. So eight, nine, ten. Yeah, it's three between. We're yeah. Because you're six with with the, your yeah. brother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then three with your well, they're three. They're three. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, our it's like parents increments of three, six, nine. The same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, they spread it out. Nasties. They spread it out, kind of. Yeah. Little whatever. Freaky-likies. I mean, okay, you're talking. There's back to back. <laughs> back to back. Five <laughs> they spread later. it out. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. What were you saying? But no, um, it's very different. I don't know. It was a lot of. So when I was six and an older sister was whatever, I didn't really understand that. And then when I was nine and an older sister, um, I think I still didn't understand that. I don't know. I think I was a brat and I just wanted to be the only girl, but mm. she was a girl and. She, it was so cute. It was, like, this cutest little thing. She, like, adored me. Aww. Like, adored me. And, I mean, I was, this was already by the time I was, like, older, like, 16, 17, I don't know, a teenager already going out with my friends, mm-hmm. going to spend the night at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. She would call me, or my mom would call me, because she would be crying because she missed me. Oh, so but like, as a teenager, you most, don't give a shit. And I, I feel so bad now. I wish I could go back and change mm-hmm. that because, like, mm-hmm. that it's like, oh my god, that's the love mm-hmm. that she was trying to give me, and I just was so ignorant to mm-hmm. it, you know, because um, I was a teenager and I was selfish. Yeah. And then, and then it got older. I got older, and she got into her phase where she's all about her friends, and I'm like, 
Give me love a love me. Give me a I tattoo. Love you. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. it's not there. But now, I mean, we're back to, you know. Uh, Being close. Yeah. A yeah. closer bond. But I'm just like, damn, I really missed out. Like, I could have, it could have been so cool. Right. We would have been like little tag team duo. So I do feel bad about that. I would change that. Also, I was a mean sister. Like, I think I was you just. You was whooping ass too? I don't, I don't remember. Okay, they, <laughs> might, just only, you. they <laughs> might say I did. I, I feel like I don't remember. I remember I yelled a lot. I did mm. yell a lot. I don't think I ever actually mm. whooped their asses, but but I probably did beat up my little brother. I don't know. I had some aggression to work out, so I feel <laughs> yeah. bad for that too. Damn, do I have aggression to work See, out? I was also a middle child. I don't know. So, but, and then it came to a point in our lives where, like, it's just my parents were so busy with, yeah. like, work that mm-hmm. we had to then. And, like, what it's funny to me that you say that you saw how I was, me and my older brother were with mm-hmm. my younger siblings. Like, took care of them. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Took them to work and bought them things. Like, I feel like we did that out of, like, necessity. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I saw my parents struggling. And they mm-hmm. were, like, working so hard and then barely, you know, couldn't have, like, a, a babysitter or whatever. So we had to take them to work with us. And we both worked at the same place, luckily. But they would come to work with us. And it was, like, a little public little... It was Chuck E. Cheese, okay? I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I was, was going to say, are we going to say, say it? You can say it. We don't work there anymore. It's, it's you not say happy. Open. We say birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. It's a part of my past you. I don't like to bring up. <laughs> Your birthday star at Chuck E. Cheese. You're I don't like to disclose Come on, sing it, girl. It was my first you job. You got to represent my brother your, your hustle, there. girl. He got you got to represent in. the hustle. He got me in the, the door. The hustling. So we took them there, and they would just kind of play for a couple hours till my mom got off work and could pick them up. Oh, that's a child's but, dream. Well, yeah. Wait, I think they loved it. That's for ho- free. Wait, that's hilarious because it's like there is always – this just shows there's always three sides to every story. There's your side, there's the outsider's side, and then there's their side. Like – your side is like you had to take them to work, yeah. so yeah, just fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let me just go get some free coins for you to just use. Mm-hmm. Your Brittany's side is like, damn, like that's so she's such a good sister. Yeah. Like she yeah. takes her to yeah. work with her. And yeah, she gets she feeds her pizza. Whole time I'm like, oh, I have to take right. Them. Yeah. And then their side is like, oh, like our, my, you know, whatever we their got side to go to is. Chuck e. Cheese yeah. every day yeah. after oh, school. Yeah, we got to go. They would give us free tokens. Yeah, no, like, literally, because they would tell Gage like, oh yeah, Amber got this for us, or oh Frankie got yeah. this for me, like. Whole yeah. time it was $1 yeah. from the dollar store. Yeah. The freaking Chuck E. Cheese yeah. thing. Is, yeah. yeah. So that's what, it's crazy. That's so seeing funny. That's a good point. How you looked at her life mm-hmm. and she looked at her own life completely different mm-hmm. of what was mm-hmm. happening. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe your parents did that on purpose so that you guys would bond. So maybe there's four sides. <laughs> maybe. 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 Or maybe they're just like, oh, thank God was, we have older yeah. kids who can then yeah. watch our younger yes. kids. That's why we spread yeah. out. <laughs> it's funny, though, that you say, like, if you could change anything, you change that. Because, like, I will say that as much as, like, yeah, I had that conversation and they were like, you know, you control the way she sees you. I, it had to get checked a lot. It did. Because, like, she would, they would send her up to, like, tell me dinner was ready or, like, hey, mom needs you downstairs. And if she entered those doors asking me for something, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. And as a teenager, and there, it came to a point where my mom had to come up and tell me, like, hey, what are you saying to her when she comes up here? Like, can you be a little nicer? Because she's scared when we ask her to go. Uh, oh. Yeah, I yeah, scared my, the my shit out of her. My scared of me, too. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. what are you do? Can you be nicer when you say it? And some, you would, then when it's pointed out to you, you see her, like, cowering as she comes yeah. in, like, hey, Sissy, um, 
dinner's ready. And she I'm does like, it fast. Yeah. Dinner's ready. No, but it's like, it's like that little dance. Like, you know, she yeah. thinks she has to go to the bathroom. Like, she's so scared. And I'm like, oh my god, I am a fucking monster. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna come right down. But it's like, uh-huh. the fact that I did that for so long that she got scared, it's like, oh god, I wish I, I, wish I wasn't like that. Like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. See, but you even had, at that time, you had that knowledge, at least. Yeah. You were aware of it. Yeah. I was so unaware. It's I wish I was home. aware. Yeah. Yeah, hindsight is definitely 2020. 2020. I blame my parents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say, I have. I do have a funny story about being the old, an older sibling, is that my sisters always wanted, like, my stuff. Mm-hmm. They always wanted to, like, wear my clothes, wear my shoes, and at the time, I was, like, working so I was being able to buy my own stuff yeah so my sister my um sister below me she the middle child she always would be like oh can I can I try this on or can I wear this and I would always say no like so mean so she just stopped asking but instead of just asking she started just taking it and, and wearing it to school mind you she was like in middle school and I had just got a car so I remember like Every once in a while, they'll ask me to go pick her up so that way she doesn't have to walk home or that way they don't have to pick her up. And I just remember, like, one time um, they were like, hey, can you pick her up on your way home? And I was like, yeah, sure, I don't have work, whatever. And I pick her up at this church because it's right around the corner from her her school. And she wearing my nice Jordans, okay? <gasps> and I was like, oh, in my head, she's a child. And, like, yeah. oh, my God, you're going to get it dirty, like, it's my hard-earned money. And so I would, like, had her take the shoes off while she was outside of the car and put the shoes in the car before she got in. She was, like, so embarrassed. I felt so oh. bad. But damn, girl. That's a big sister thing. <laughs> that was a big sister. And then petty. another thing I used to do, too, is, which I feel so stupid because I didn't realize I was in the parking lot of a church. But I used to, like, slap my music hella loud. And so when she would come, when she would walk up with her friends because they're all walking, I would have all my windows rolled down. And I'd be like, Noni! Noni, I'm over here! <laughs> with my music, like, hella loud. And she would get so embarrassed. Aww. All the kids just looking at us. I just thought it was hilarious. She used to hate when I had to pick her up. <laughs> Which and I'm like, damn, I thought I was the cool yeah. sister, but damn, she was embarrassed of me. Oh. Did her friends think you were cool, though? I don't know. Probably not. They probably uh, thought I was weird. Oh, okay. They might have thought you were cool yeah. or obnoxious. Yeah. Or mean. Gone. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Did you ever embarrass your, your siblings? Mm, probably, but not, I don't know. No stories come to mind. Oh. I, I would have to pick my little sister up, too, like, on early days, Wednesdays, when my mom couldn't get off. And this was, like, at, now I'm in my 20s. Like, I've, I'm old enough to know better. But it was her and her best friend. And I knew the little boy that she liked. Like, I knew who the little boy was that she liked because she wasn't slick. Like, she, you could tell mm-hmm. how she was acting around. In high me. school? She was in high school? Or no, she was elementary. <laughs> she you were was, in your 20s? Yeah. Like, I was, like, 19, probably, when oh, okay. I did this. 19 or 20. But she was, yeah. Because remember, she oh, started late, too. Oh, nine years apart. Yeah. yeah. No, we're eight, but she started school late. Oh, okay. Because of the East Coast and everything. So, um, she, her, I would pick her and her best friend up, and, like, I would roll down the window, and I'd be like, hi, Matthew. And he'd just be like, <laughs> and, like, he'd be like, hi, Kaylin. And, oh, like, my just, God. like, and then her and her best friend would be like, Binders up, like, to the window, like, we don't see you. 
Um, and oh she'd be like, Brittany, if you don't keep going, I swear. And I'm like, that what? is hilarious. Cool. You're going to be just like that when you're a mom, too. Mm, probably. Hi, Matthew. <laughs> mom, that's not even Matthew. That's Jonathan. That's so funny. It's so funny because my mom would be like, he's not even cute. Ew, why do you like him? <laughs> like, like, that was my mom. But I was just like, oh, you like him? He's so cool. Uh-huh. Nice. No, you ain't liking nobody. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. Um, Do you guys have, like, a character that you related to? I will say I've, just because I had mentioned that I recognized myself in when she was trying to get the kids to call her mommy. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like, like, I, I, I vibed with her. Mm-hmm. I vibed with the mom really well. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm the nosy neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm, do you guys want some pies? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll take can a I pie. Have a hug? <laughs> also, oh, though, can I get in that hug, too? Is, oh. that, a, is that a little awkward? I yes, can see you low-key being Octavia Spencer, because she was always the yeah. real one that would scare people out of the room, and, like... That's true. That is me. You were the caseworker. You went into the nosy neighbor's house to get the pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of both, yeah. I can see myself being the yeah. caseworker. I would say, I don't know, probably more of, like, the older sister. Um, mm-hmm. What's her name? Lizzie or something. Oh, the teenager. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably just her because of, like, that aspect of being, like, an older sister and, like, wanting to kind of take on that, like, care for them and everything. Like, when you're an older sister, it kind of mm-hmm. automatically comes with the territory. But, like, that and then also just in general kind of, like, me as a teenager too like being defiant like that and all that stuff mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah her I feel like I felt for her the most like I mm. empathized with her that's good yeah do you guys want to rate it of course okay yeah yeah okay well I'm gonna give this movie a nine mm. it's not ding, 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 I ding, was ding, trying ding, not to I didn't know if I was gonna not trying not to, but I didn't know if I was gonna go so high because it's not a movie I could rewatch again. Like you have to really be ready, ready mm-hmm. for those emotions and to put yourself through that. But like, it's so good. It yeah. just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it it covers everything. It's very well done. It's just it's a good movie. It's a good movie all the way around. It's a nine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rate this movie a 9 as well. It brought light to a lot of things that's going on right now. And it did it in a way where it wasn't so depressing, but also not like, not too light to where it's like fake. You mm-hmm. know, it was real. Mm-hmm. Like it showed it in a real aspect, but also giving bringing a little um, humor to it. Mm-hmm. Not humor to it, but giving a little humor to make you feel not too sad after the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like to piggyback on what B said, it's a 9, not a 10 for me because I can't just sit here and say I'm going to watch it over and over again because it mm-hmm. is that kind of movie where it's just like once you watch it once, it impacts your life and it mm-hmm. impacts the way you think, but then you don't really need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. So, 9. Yeah. We're giving it 9s all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um I'm giving it a nine too. It for me, it doesn't go deep enough. Like when I first saw it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, 
that's only like scratching the surface of mm. like the things that like the trauma that they come with that kids in the foster care system come with mm-hmm. and like her running away like that is that's barely scratching the surface they yeah, do she way ran around more the corner that's like it. yeah they literally do way more than that mm-hmm. but it's like i mean i get it again they had to appeal to a certain audience it's going to be a widespread audience rather than like a big dramatic film that's you know not going to be for everybody so it's a nine not a ten because they didn't really fully go there but i still mm-hmm. it's still enjoyable and it's heartwarming yeah Well, that wraps it up for this week, guys. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on our socials at binging.bitches on Instagram and at bingingbitches on Twitter. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Okay. Tune in next week as we will be watching Lovebirds on Netflix. We're really excited. And yeah, so see you guys next week. Bye. We love you. Bye.